Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first overcome our internal self by focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. This podcast offers inspiration, strength, and hope through the tools of recovery, spirituality, and positive psychology. I started recoveryoursoul.net after having profound changes in my life in my recovery from alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share these tools with others through this podcast and personal coaching. Personal recovery does not need an addiction to use the tools and principles to better our lives and transform just the desire to make positive changes and grow. As an ordained minister, I continue to study and deepen my relationship with the spiritual principles that have brought me peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. I know that together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Can you hear the waves crashing? Maybe you can hear the birds singing and a little wind. I'm sitting out here at this beach in San Ofre, California, and Rich and I have been on this really fun vacation camping trip. We just spent a week on the beach in Halama with our whole family, with our kids, and they're one of their girlfriends and their roommates, and then also our super longtime family friends that we've gone on this trip with for years. And just this time to decompress, just this time to decompress, even though my life has changed so much and there's so many benefits to it that come from this peacefulness, this calmness, this letting go of the need to control. I even find that on this trip, I have to be mindful of it. I have to be aware of That part of me that wants to plan, that wants to know what's happening, that wants to control it, that wants it to turn out a certain way, you know, that just thinks, I don't know, that thinks that I know what I want, but the truth is, the more I let go and just sort of let it be, whatever it is, just how beautiful it is how absolutely spectacular and beautiful it is. And even the stuff that doesn't seem like it's going well, even the stuff that feels like it's a little bit hard or a little bit complicated, I think the strength that I have to lean into that is so much better than it ever was before. So I'm looking out at the ocean 
Rich is surfing, which is his favorite thing to do, and I'm, I'm listening. I'm just being here now. Just being here now. You know, one of the things I was thinking about when we were camping was Bodhi was really in this space of having trouble letting go of sort of the stresses of work. And not that his work is un- unhappy, but just that that holding that we have on to feeling such intense responsibility for people and for projects and for everything that's going on around us. And I just had such compassion for him, such a awareness of how easy it is to get thrown into this pattern, this spin out of coming out of our center And yes, we absolutely have to, we have to, have to be in the world and we have to be connected to our work and we have to be connected to the responsibilities that we have. But it's like we take them to a next level where then it's as if we feel like we have to do things for other people too, that without us feeling like we have to hold on to all of it, that they won't be okay, that the company won't be okay, that the project won't be okay. And he does a pretty good job of sort of bringing himself back to his center. But I, I was appreciating the reminder of how intense those feelings are, of how much I've let go of those things and I have to have such gratitude that the truth is that while I've been gone I really have been able to let go of my day jobs stresses and not think about it very much which I so appreciate that I've been able to do that because it can rob you of this moment and as I was taking pictures and And really in those pictures, trying to capture the feeling, the feeling tones of what was happening in those moments so that I could come back to it. I also wanted to be sure that I wasn't missing it at the same time, that I wasn't missing out on being present in that moment. So as I sit here on this beach feeling such gratitude that I can do this, I am very aware of how lucky I am that we could take the time that we've saved up and been able to financially make this trip, which whether you're camping or in a luxurious uh, hotel, they're all... They're all expenses that are a big deal. It's a big deal to be here. And how grateful I am to have the ability to just be present and be healthy and have my mind be healthy. I've been thinking a lot on this trip about how we all just want contentment and happiness and to find people in our lives that that appreciate us and see us and love us and that we can love back 
and that it really is the control, the need and desire to be in charge that can rob us of the ability to feel the gratitude for what is working, for what is working. We spend so much time worrying about and thinking about what isn't working. And I love that episode that Rich and I did of really being in touch with what is working for us. Because I spent so many years only thinking about what wasn't working. And I'm sure that there was a lot that was working, that was beautiful, that was incredible, and I didn't see it. Or even being able to be on trips or vacations or in places that were so special and the whole time you're just caught up in something that keeps you from really being present in what it is and in gratitude. And we get caught up in this picturesque vision of what we think or thought that our lives were supposed to be like of what we think or thought when we are little girls or little boys or, or teenagers or young adults that we saw in movies or read in books or even what we were taught by our families in the limitations. Either we had families that said, you can do anything you want or we had families that said, who do you think you are? And all of those words, all of those stories, they all created in us a paradigm, a belief structure. And sometimes if we had families that gave us so much, you can do anything, but then they didn't foster and help to mold and drive to what that is, we can feel lost and still feel completely inadequate because if you've been told you can do anything, but you don't have direction or support, it feels untethered. It feels like there's no foundation. And sometimes we're given permission to find our passions, to find our purpose. And sometimes I think we're given these stories that this purpose has to be, it has to be some famous something. It has to be something that is world-changing, life-changing, earth-shattering. But our purpose really is something that is internal. That means that when you are doing your life and you do yourself every day and you have your practice every day of being present, of connecting with people, of doing what you love, that that feels good, that there's a feeling to it that feels right, that feels joyous, that feels kind, that feels happy. That's a purpose. We don't all, we can't all be famous. And who wants to be famous in the sense that so many people that are famous, they get there, then they lose themselves and they they can't keep track of what that passion was because they feel like they're having to please everybody. So what is it? What is this purpose? 
when you're going about your day and you have experiences, which ones of those experiences feel incredible? Which ones feel not right? Where are you having the moments where you're pushing forward and thinking, oh, I should do something, I should, instead of, I want to, I need to. This feels right to me. This feels happy to me. This has, this has direction. And what if those directions don't have to do with what the people around you are saying? What if those movements are purely inside of you that you know, you know are right for you? Sometimes to come into our true selves, we have to let go of so much so much that's pushing from the outside. I love sitting at the beach because generally people at the beach are happy. Generally people who are doing their activities that make them happy are fulfilled and have their contentment and there's joy in their hearts and they feel the sense of themselves that they're doing what they want and need to do. And everybody has something that feels that way. It's different for every single person. You should not feel like you have to compare yourself to another person. You don't have to compare yourself to how somebody else is living their life. As we were driving along the coast of California and you see all these beautiful beach homes and I think, wow, wouldn't it be incredible to live on the beach? And yet, even though I'm a beach person and I love it and Rich loves surfing, I think about how expensive those homes are and how you'd have to work to be able to maintain that home and how busy that road was, the, the highway right along the beach in California and the traffic. And you realize that there's no perfection anywhere. That there isn't a place that has no problems, no stresses. We all live and work and have our lives with the complexities and the beauties of life. So as I drive along, I think, you know what? I love my house in Louisville. I'm so lucky to be in this home that we've had for 29 years that Rich has built and created and changed over the years and is so us. And I love being able to save up and do these kinds of trips that make it so special to be at the beach that I don't need to live in a big fancy beach house to be happy. The truth is I'm a simple person. I have simple tastes. I loved camping. Oh my goodness, speaking of camping, I love the fact that we have this cute little vintage trailer which allowed us to sleep in the nice warm safety. It was so windy a couple nights where we were and our friends were, uh, were camping in tents and as I heard the trailer shaking and the wind blowing, I just kept thinking, oh, I hope my friends are okay. And again, letting go of control and just having such gratitude that that we were in our little camper 
and then waking up in the morning and having everybody just smiling and laughing about what the night was like and open up to what the day is going to bring. And those windy nights made it so that when it was calm, we were so appreciative and we could really see how special it was for it to be calm and beautiful, that we didn't have to take that for granted. And sometimes I think we have everything that we need and we take it for granted. We think we need that beach house right on the coast to be happy when our lives are simple and beautiful just as they are and that it doesn't take much to find that contentment it doesn't take much for our dreams to be fulfilled to be in our purpose we don't have to have some grandiose life to get what we need to have friends that really know who you are and really for you to be a friend to somebody else who feels seen and loved and appreciated by you those are those moments and to look at this blue sky and the green trees and the rain and the snow and the sunshine and have such appreciation for the beauty in this world it doesn't mean that there's not heartache or that we don't have fear or we don't feel lack that we don't trust but the more that we do soul recovery the more that we can come into our center surrendering a hundred percent to our higher power surrendering the need to control surrendering the need to know surrendering the need to think that we have to figure it out for ourselves surrendering the belief that there isn't enough surrendering our desires to have something different to fill us up and just open to the beauty and the fullness and the wholeness of exactly who you are accepting what is being willing to look forward and and see what you need and what you want and vision it open to it and take small steps every day in that direction to believe and know you are enough to believe and know you have everything that you need to move in those directions that you will be provided with every bit of information with every resource along the way when you raise your feeling tones and you can feel and taste and touch and see and hear and smell the desire of you want that you want in your life those dreams those potentials you're already moving one step closer to it you just keep moving one step at a time. Two years ago is when Recover Your Soul was blossomed from this trip, our California trip. I had no idea what it was going to be. And as I sit on this beach today, talking to you, talking to all of you all over the country, 
I can feel you. I can feel our community. I can feel our connection with each other, our soul recovery connection. And I have such gratitude that I too was given each little step, each little bit of direction, each little bit of intuition along the way to help me get to where I can speak to you from the beach here today. I'm just filled with such gratitude. And I encourage you to look at your day and look at your life and see those little bits of it that are just exactly what fills you up. And appreciate them. Be in the moment of them. Really allow yourself to just be right here, right now, in that special space. And then as you surrender and open up and the hard moments are coming, the complex moments, you know that you're going to walk through them, that this too shall pass. And keep your feeling tones and your energy and your heart just moving one step, one step, one step in the direction of your dreams and your potential and your and your purpose, your purpose, no one else's purpose, no one else's beliefs, just you. You have everything that you need. You are perfect just as you are. And everything is working out for you. I just want to have, you know how important you are to me. And each of you who are listening and continue on this journey, we're doing this together. I'm learning. I'm growing. Each time I'm with my family and I have more and more healing, I have such gratitude for the work that I've done that is allowing me to be happier and fuller and freer. Together, we're recovering our souls. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals, and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference. And you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also, by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the Recover Your Soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are. Share where you're from. Share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.